0: THE FOLLOWING PROGRAM IS SPONSORED BY FRIENDS OF LIFE OUTREACH INTERNATIONAL. COMING UP ON LIFE TODAY, BEST-SELLING AUTHOR OF THE GREATEST WORDS EVER SPOKEN, STEVE SCOTT, INTRODUCES A FOLLOW-UP DEVOTIONAL TITLED, JESUS SPEAKS.
1: ONLY THE FATHER KNOWS THE SON, AND ONLY THE SON KNOWS THE FATHER AND THOSE TO WHOM HE CHOOSES TO REVEAL HIM. DO YOU WANT TO KNOW THE FATHER THE WAY JESUS KNOWS HIM? See? Yes. That's what you get. That's what you get when you begin to see what he said about his father.
2: If there were just a few words that could radically change your life, would you want to hear them? Good news, there are, and we have a guest here today who's gonna to share some of them with you. Sheila, glad to have you with me.
3: Anytime that your darling mom and dad need the night off, I'm happy to be here.
2: Well, good, and there are some uh, pretty good things we're gonna talk about today. Yeah. What's the book you're holding?
3: Well, it's called Jesus Speaks. Um, it's 365 days of daily guidance and encouragement straight from the words of Christ this is going to be a life-changing program why don't you stop just for a second call a friend someone that you know is just kind of lost even in their spiritual life mm-hmm. because I really believe that God is going to speak something powerful and personal to you right now but please would you help Randy and I welcome our guest Stephen Scott it's so,
2: good to, have you uh, so, so good. good to be here thank, thank you thank thank you, yeah. you want the first question you I get it
3: Honestly, when I read, um, I know that your first book um, that was where you took all the words of Jesus and you arranged them alphabetically, like if you were looking for, what did Jesus say about comfort? Mm -hmm. What did Jesus say about anxiety? When I looked at it, I thought, this is one of the most brilliant ideas I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Where did that, what was the genesis of that for you?
1: Desperation, I, uh, I always hated and you're not supposed to hate the words of Christ, but I hated Matthew 7, where Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does my, the will of my Father in heaven will enter for many will say unto me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast demons out in your name? Did we not work many wondrous works in your name? And he said, and I will declare unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And I hated that. Because he didn't debate them and said, Oh, you never did that or you No, he just said, I never knew you, and that's that's the end. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, Lord, how am I ever gonna have assurance when these people did these things in their name? They thought they were saved, and then they hear that. And that that ends at verse 23 in John 7 or Matthew 7. And I I never went to the very next verse, but the very next verse starts out with the words, therefore. Mm-hmm. So that means that everything he just said about this terrifying glimpse of the judgment of professing Christians uh, is about what he's about to say. He said, therefore, he who hears these words of mine and does them, I liken him in comparison to these others to the wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against the house, but the house stood firm for it was built on the rock. And for the first time... I realized that the rock in this analogy was not Jesus Christ. The rock here, according to Christ, is hearing and doing what he said. And to make sure we don't mess that up, he says, and he who hears these words of mine and doesn't do them, I'll liken him to the foolish man who built his house on the sand. Mm. And when I saw that, I said, Lord, so what you're really telling me, my assurance doesn't come from a prayer that I prayed when I was 16 years old. My assurance comes from building a life empowered by your Holy Spirit, empowered by grace, but building a life on hearing and doing what you said. But you're not saying that salvation comes through works. No, not at all. I'm saying that if I'm saved, I'm gonna follow Christ the way he wants to be followed. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna love Christ the way he wants to be loved. And he said, follow me and the way we follow him according to him in this passage and a whole bunch of others is to hear and do what he said. Listen to this, he said in John 14, 21, he said, he who has my commands and keeps them, he it is to lo- who loves me. Mm-hmm. And listen to the promise. How many commands did Jesus give? 153 that I've counted, 153 commands. And he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. And listen to the promise. He who loves me, my father will love, wow. and I too will love, and I will reveal myself to him. Wow. And Judas, not Iscariot says, Lord, are you gonna reveal yourself just to us or to the whole world. And he says, anyone Mm -hmm. who has my words and keeps them, he it is who loves me and he who loves me, my father will love and we will come to him and make our home, our camping place with him. Mm. So the promise for intimacy is to those who will hear what Jesus said and do it. And the reason for doing that, when I saw that, I said, God, how am I supposed to, order my life according to the words of Christ. You said so many things about so many things, where do I start? And that's when I believe he said, organize my words into subjects. And so I thought, wow, then I could see anything through the teachings of Christ. I could see doctrines, teachings, uh, whether or not something is, is good for my time or bad for my time, I could see everything. I could see the Father through the eyes of Jesus. I could see Peter and Paul and Moses and Elijah through the eyes and words of Christ. So it would change everything. So it took two years. But at the end of the two years, um, the Lord had allowed me to organize those 1900 statements into 225 topics. And then that became the basis for everything in my life that has followed. My life is now focused on on the teachings of Christ. We shouldn't say, what would Jesus do? Because none of us know. (laughs) But we can say, what did Jesus say? Mm -hmm. Because it's right in front of us. And- um, Wow,
3: I think for me, you know, going through your book over the last couple of days, one of the most revolutionary things for me, and I'm actually ashamed of that because I've been a believer for a long time, is that I actually began to see that Jesus is telling us, this is how you can obey the Father the way the Father wants to be obeyed.
1: Mm That's huge. It's Stephen. how we can love the Father mm-hmm. the way the Father wants to be loved. Yeah. And see, this was a this was huge yeah. for me because the other verse that I hated, you're not supposed to hate the red letters, <laughs> but I these were too convicting, was Jesus said in Matthew 10, 37, he who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And I used to cry out to the Lord and said, Lord, you know my heart. I can't lie to you. I love my seven kids. I love my grandkids. I love mom and dad and my sister and my wife more than I'll ever love you. And I don't know what to do about it. And then I found out I love my family emotionally. God says, love me by hearing and doing what my son said. Hmm. That's his love language. So now I'm here out of obedience to the Lord, away from my family. So now without changing my feelings, I'm loving him more than I love my family because his love is different than- So that's profound. Yeah, I think yeah, most
3: is. of us have struggled over that it, passage. It, it sounds like betrayal.
1: I know because you want to,
3: but you think, Lord, if I'm gonna be honest with you and you already know my heart, Amen. But the thing that, I mean, I think that is such a brilliant way of illustrating. Because I always think emotions don't have brains. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll wake up and I don't necessarily feel godly. But I love the fact that obedience to God's word is the way of of living in a a way that honors
1: God and shows him that, that we love him. That's the purpose of Jesus Speaks. Jesus made 21 promises. 21 amazing promises exclusively to the people who would abide in his words. He promised discipleship. He promised that you'll know the truth. He promised that you'll be set free from the mastery of sin. He promised intimacy. He promised revelation. He promised that, he said, if you abide in my words, he says, you will never see death. See my mom, uh, she loved the words of Jesus Christ and when she died, she just fell asleep in a hospital bed and woke up at his feet. It was a page turn, Love that. that's all it was, Love see? That. Because, so she never saw my dad. My dad wasn't a believer, he went through the agony, mm. the agony, the true agony mm. of dying separated from God and God's light and kingdom. And what Jesus Speaks did, the reason I did this is I have grandkids. And when I realized all the promises that Christ makes to those who will abide in his word, I wanted to give my grandchildren and anyone a gateway to the practice. We don't abide in the words of Christ anymore. It's a lost art. And yet it's, it's where all of his promises lie. And so we, I wanted to go ahead and, and make a gateway that people could begin to abide in the words of Christ. Every day, but I think we've got it back to front because the thing that I saw through this
3: is that every one of the commands of Christ It's not to limit us. It's to liberate us. Amen. Amen, which I think is the commands of Christ
1: are not like the commands in the law Uh, The commands of the law are meant to point us to Calvary See our desperate need for a Savior see ourselves as we truly are okay, which is lost sinners Mm -hmm. and Yet the commands of Christ, they're threefold in purpose. Number one, they turn the light on. He said, I'm the light of the world. He who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He turns the light on so we can see the world and all of its values in the light, how worthless it is, Mm -hmm. so we can see life as God really sees it. Number two, the commands of Christ reveal the will of God for any given moment in our life. And number three, they empower us with grace to do his will. But Jesus speaks isn't just about the commands. What Jesus speaks is really it has 700 red-lettered statements. And it it is printed in red, so you can see those statements. Every day starts with a red-lettered statement, and then there's an entry that's based entirely on the teachings of Christ. It doesn't get into author opinion. It's in the voice of Christ, much like Jesus calling. Mm -hmm. But the difference is it's only what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. It, it, It all reflects what he said. And then each day ends with another red-lettered verse that underscores that day's message. And um,
2: let me ask you this, because yeah. you, you touched on something that is the most difficult thing for me to discuss with other people, and that is those who have lost loved ones mm. who did not know Christ. Amen. Are there any red-letter words for that? Oh, of course.
1: Tell of me course. Tell me some. Uh, Jesus says, "Come unto me." all you who are weary and heavy laden. Our message to the lost is look, Jesus isn't sitting up there with a hammer ready to slam you in the skull. Jesus, listen to what Jesus said. He said, the father's passed all judgment unto me. Then he turns around and says, and I'm not gonna judge anyone. He said, however, there is a judge for those who reject me and my words. Even the very words I have spoken will be their judge. The neat thing is we can tell the lost and we can tell Muslims, we can tell gangbangers, there is no, people are responding to this. We've had about 100 people going through this book and they're, this, this is nothing about religion.
2: This Hallelujah. is all about
1: knowing the father. In fact, I loved what uh, Charles Stanley said about the book. Charles Stanley said that he is certain that the people who read this will grow in their intimacy with the Father, oh, wow. through reading the words of Jesus Christ every day, which is actually a different. I mean, lo- a lot of people talk about closer, getting closer to
3: Jesus. Right. That is a different thought. That this, that through the eyes of Jesus, we would become closer to the
1: Father. Well, see, that's why Jesus came, though. Why did he? He said, "I came to reveal the truth about the Father." He said, "Everything I say, the Father commanded me to say, and how to say it." He said, I do exactly what pleases the Father. He was all about the Father. And the wonderful thing is he made over 125 statements about his relationship with the Father. So daily,
2: daily devotional is daily. the format? Yes.
1: Oh, man,
2: where do you even start? What's a, good, what's a good one to read here? What do you think?
3: Well, you know, actually, I looked up, and I mean, this is a little corny, but I looked up on my birthday, which is July the 5th. And you talk about others want to weigh you down, Mm. but I want to carry your load. Hallelujah. And you know, I think that is so powerful because you know, my heart, I mean, I'm 59. I gave my life to Christ when I was 11. My heart is to share the good news with others. I've had the privilege over the last 20 years of speaking to over 5 million women, women of faith. But so often I feel weighed down Mm -hmm. because I want to be able to care (laughs) and to carry. But I read something like this. And Christ is telling me something really liberating. That's really.
2: going to happen every day that you read it. What's it a, what's, I want to hear what he's telling us. Go ahead.
3: Well, it's just simply that, um, you know, when he talks about others want to weigh you down, but Christ's saying, I want to carry your load. It's very much like that, you know, uh, you know, come unto me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light.
1: His yoke are his words. That's how we yoke ourselves. That's how we harness in next to Christ is through His Word. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Apostle John said, The law came through Moses, but truth and grace through Jesus Christ. And, and what the goal of Jesus speaks is to show people number one, Christ is alive, He's not sitting on a throne in heaven divorced from us he said wherever two or three are gathered in my name he'll be in their midst he is alive and active right now and what this book does one pastor of a mega church told me he said steve this is going to be the number one evangelistic tool of our church and I said why do you say that it's written to believers he says yeah but Christ comes alive wow. and people see that he's he's active in our daily life it really comes through that way because Christ wasn't talking to dead people uh-huh. he was talking to people that were alive the father is the god of abraham abraham's alive he's the god of abraham isaac and jacob and they're all alive but christ is alive and he wants that intimacy listen to this john 17 3 and this is eternal life what christ is going to tell us what it is and this is eternal life that they might intimately know you the only true god and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. We come into that intimacy, it's promised in John 14, 21 and 23, as we begin to abide in the words of Christ. Tommy Barnett, when he read that, he saw a whole different angle that I really loved. He said, "He said, you know, it says in John 15, seven, uh, Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask anything you want and it will be done unto you. Why? For the Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit. He knows that if you abide in him and his words abide in you, then God's gonna transform your life and you're going to begin to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit like never before. You cannot know Jesus apart from his words. You cannot know the Father apart from Christ. Christ said, he said, only the Father knows the Son and only the Son knows the Father and those to whom he chooses to reveal him. Do you wanna know the Father the way Jesus knows him. See? Yes. That's what you get. That's Absolutely. what you get when you begin to see what he said about his father.
3: That, I mean, that makes me think, I mean, we should all buy a case of this to get away because our nation is in so much trouble Amen. and we do not need religion. We need no. relationship. We need yes. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hallelujah. Yeah. It was the, uh, because of the words of Jesus that, that we started doing what we're doing now Amen. with the water wells mm-hmm. and what we do around the world and, and all of our mission outreaches. Really, um, you know, when, when Jesus said, "If you just give a cup of water in, in my name," that's July 6th. July, oh, you, knew the, that date, you oh, know that thing, all the
1: date. Oh, and he <laughs> says, <laughs> "He says if you give it, if you give it the the least,
2: to the least of these, a or,
1: cup of water to the yeah, least right. of these," he says, "It will not go unrewarded." So he, he rewards yeah. those that give to the least.
2: And you know what he says? When you've done it unto the least of these, you have done it. Unto me. Unto me. Hallelujah. What a yeah. Savior. Yeah. So that's why we do what we do. And I know you, you both you and Sheila, have seen a lot of what we've done yes. around the world uh, in giving that cup of water. Uh, in fact, let's take just a minute because there's some, some new places we're going into doing the same old Proven thing in, in different areas and sharing the love of Christ to more people, and so I want you to take a, let's take a look at this and see what we're doing with Water for Life.
4: In a remote Amazon village, vastly unfamiliar from the world we know, lives Ticoya. This young mother's world revolves around her children, and their care has driven her on in a world which is arguably one of the world's most challenging to live. (laughs) Resilience and instincts are a must for survival here, but some battles were never meant to be fought like disease-filled water against the immune system of a child. <laughs>
5: manzak with little choice tecoya presses on
4: heart shattered, both from her loss and because her situation remains the same. The same water, their only water.
2: You know, I do want you to get Steve's book, Jesus Speaks, because his words will change your life. But I gotta tell you something. I want more than anything to get them water. It is not right. It is, a mother should never have to sleep over the body of her son. The
3: thing that's so heartbreaking to me about that story is the Sophie's choice of that mother. You know, It's like, do I give my child water? Because mm-hmm. if I don't, she'll die of thirst. Or do I give her water knowing it might kill her? Yeah. No mother should have to make that choice when you and I can make a difference.
2: Yeah, we can. And, and uh, Sheila, I tell you, I have knelt down beside graves. Graves that were smaller than graves should be. This is not right. This is an injustice. And as believers, we should do justice. And let me tell you how we do justice. We take that cup of water in Jesus' name and give it to those in need. And the great thing about what we're doing is it's not just a cup of water. It's a water well for life. The average cost of a well is $4,800. You can... Some of you can actually drill well, some of you could probably drill ten, and frankly I wish you would. Some of you, you're like me. I need ten other people to join with me to to do that, or a hundred other people. Let me just tell you, this is the last week we're asking you to give. But I am absolutely asking you to give. Why? Because it's a joy. It's a joy to share the love of Christ with those desperately in need. Those who will die without the water. Literally water, but also the water of life of Christ. Steve, I want to give people your book if they will ask for it and if they will participate
1: in the outreach. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Amen. Well, I want to tell you and and your viewers that I am so grateful because I can remember clear back to my first appearance on the show in 2006, we were drilling water wells Mm -hmm. and I can't do what you do. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. But the fact that I have a way to do that in the name of Christ through your organization my wife and I are thrilled my kids are excited about it and I just want to say to the viewers you're probably like me you can't go to Peru you know our company went to Peru and 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 dug a well and the kids prior to were, were going four hours down to get water and four hours back no time for education just putting a well in that village meant they could get an education because now they all had eight hours a day. And so it's not just the health, but the neat thing is just think about Jesus' request that we give a cup of water in his name and it won't go unrewarded. You and I can't run down to these countries. I don't have time to go to Africa and probably most of you don't, but we have in you an arm that can go for us. The Father is sending you and he lets us join in that ministry. And I'm so grateful. And I hope you will join in this time because it is a life saving and they're giving it in the name of Christ. These families don't just get the water. They get to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ, something we take for granted, but we can't.
2: We can do it, but we can only do it with your help. Sheila, I know you've seen us do this now for, for many years. Uh, What what an opportunity.
3: I mean, this is so doable. You know, if you think about the well, yeah, I mean, a a couple of you might be able to do that and that's fantastic. But $48 provides clean water for 10 children for the rest of their lives. We can do this, people. We can't let this happen on our watch.
2: Go to the phones right now. Make the best gift you can. Go online, make a gift. Just be a part as we share water for life around the world with people in desperate need. Go right now.
0: Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 15 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people, $48 will help provide for 10 people, $72 will impact 15 people, and $144 will help provide for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we would like to send you James Robison's book, God of All Creation, Through his personal observations of animals and wildlife, James shares heartwarming stories and spiritual lessons of God's love and grace. With your gift of $100 or more, be sure to request Majesty. This beautifully illustrated book teaches you the blessing and significance of the names of God, including Jehovah Rapha, your healer, and Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful new Majesty Bronze Sculpture. This is the last week. Call, write, or make your gift online.
1: Maybe it breaks my heart to think about little children like this. So precious coming here and living on the side of a dump, and this is where they get water, and it's disease-ridden. Uh, uh,
0: and it's just water that can kill them, if, and they need some, they drink it, they swim in it, and everything, everything alive walks through it, and we need to help them.
1: It's really pretty simple, but it takes all of us doing our part, joining together, to give not only a cup of water, as Jesus said, but a well of water. I pray you'll make that life-giving call today and children and their families, in so many parts of the world will receive a chance at life because of the love of God shared through you.
2: If you haven't gone yet, I hope you will go now or later today when you can, Uh, just do something. You've got to be a part, when you do, make the best gift you can. Ask for Jesus Speaks, it will change your life, maybe the life of one of your loved ones. Steve, I mentioned that uh, all of my children got this for Christmas. Amen. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, for and I want to thank honor. you for being here on Live Today. Oh. Would you thank
1: Life. Steve Scott? My favorite show, number one. Can you come back on Thursday? Oh, yeah. I'll be, You'll be back. back. Absolutely. Be back. Steve Scott's back here on
2: Thursday. Don't miss Live Today.
1: a blast to me. I love the adventure of it, but I always love it best in retrospect. Looking back, I go, now that, that was an exciting time.
0: Beth Moore, tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.